like in some way it's now offensive to just like think in a common sense way which doesn't like lean you know one way or another and that's like in a political sense but also just in a, a way of thinking sense and so um i really i wanted to put out something that i felt like was humorous but like a little tongue-in-cheek Welcome to the Crossing It Off podcast, where each episode we share the stories of individuals that are living out their bucket slash life goal lists. I am your host, Roger Williams, and through hearing our guests' adventures, my goal is that you will find encouragement and empowerment to add and cross items off of your list. At this time, I'd like to welcome my guest, Meryl Klimo, and she describes herself as curious, dogged, irreverent, and particular. So, Meryl, thank you for coming out today. Thank you. Thank you for saying it that, in that exact order, too. That was my particular. <laughs> you chose them in a, in, a, in a specific order, so I'll say yeah, it. There you go. Awesome. So, Meryl, tell us, what is the item you crossed off your list? I launched an apparel brand uh, this past year called Pre-Canceled. Okay. I was just about to ask you what it was. We're going to put a pin in that name because okay. I think that's a whole conversation of itself. We'll get back to it. I promise. What motivated you to putting uh, starting an apparel company on your list? What was the impetus for you to start this company? Well, so, you know, we met, you and I met through the podcasting space. So I already, I love expressing myself and I love entertaining people through that, through many forms. And so writing and podcasting, I'm already doing, you know, I have a, a weekly podcast called Campfire Shit Show. And then um, I write for just, you know, some plethoras of, of um, like online blogs and just my own stand up. I do some stand up comedy, which I'm sure we'll talk about too. But I found myself really, coming up with these like sayings in my mind of just like little short things. And I just always think of like, this would be a good t-shirt. This would be a good t-shirt. This would be a good, good t-shirt. And so I am lucky and blessed enough to have uh, really creative friends here in Los Angeles. And so um, I have two really great graphic artist friends who like, always hear me say this could be a t-shirt and then they actually like take me up on it and then the guy was like you know these are, here's your t-shirts they're talking about it. and so, so the three of us decided to create a brand and um and I wanted to make it a little bit edgy because there was a lot of stuff you know over the past year and a half like I've had a lot of thoughts about what has happened and and also like um it's tough to be like a middle of the road person nowadays where right. I kind of like I like in some way it's now offensive to just like think in a common sense way, which doesn't like lean, you know, one way or another. And that's like in a political sense, but also just in a, a way of thinking sense. And so um, I really, I wanted to put out something that I felt like was humorous, but like a little tongue in cheek offensive. And um, that was pre-canceled. What was one thing that surprised you about starting this particular kind of business? Was there something that it, that you weren't aware of that you had to do or, um, honestly, the, the lesson I've learned, like what surprised me is there must be some weird karmic thing with me trying to like farm out work to other people. Cause I've, mm -hmm. you know, tried to get assistance, virtual assistance, marketing assistance. And if they're listening now, like I, I love them as humans, but I appreciate what they have done. But this, the lesson I keep on learning is if I want something done, I just have to do it my own, myself right now, you know, especially not in general and not like 
I know moving forward, there will be things that we need people to grow and to help us, but there's certain things that um, like marketing and even social media outreach and influencer marketing. And there's some stuff that I just keep on getting the message back that I just need to like do it right now and not be not, not lazy, but I can't like farm it out to other people, especially in this initial stage. Is that part of the learning curve, do you think? Like just starting something you've never done before that you want to know those things before you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think like it's, it's, I'm, sometimes I've been um, guilty of pushing, like for example, like influencer marketing is a big part of my, you know, my brand is definitely the type of of shirt company that we want celebrities to wear. We want influencers to wear. Like I'm, I'm in Los Angeles and I think, I've relied, I've tried to rely on having other companies or other people reach out to other people to wear the shirts, but it always comes, the most success I've had has been when like I directly do the work and um, not cut corners. So that's <laughs> my, what I've learned is, <clears throat> especially in this stage, it, I can't take shortcuts and I, I pretty much need to like represent the company right now rather than having a team do it for me. Okay. Which is I think opposite, you know, I hear a lot of, I work on a lot of entrepreneur podcasts and we hear a lot of like get help and, and, you know, get people to do the work for you or don't do everything. But it's almost the opposite right now, at least for me, is I'm get, really getting the message that like, I need to do the work. And I, I always see like, anytime I dig in and really do what I know I need to do, then it, I get a, a good return on it. What has been some of the benefits um, to the apparel company that you didn't know uh, you would get when you started? Um, I get, honestly, like, I get messages from people. I think if people get it and get like my sense of humor or get the brand sense of humor, then they, they really like it. It's not for everyone. And I think I have, I even have some friends and family members that are like, we don't understand, or, you know, we don't just kind of like, they don't either get it or they're just not quite even sure. I think my dad even shared the company and he's like, I'm not even sure what most of her shirts mean, but my daughter has an apparel brand, but I would say like the thing that's been the best has been I get uh, random LinkedIn messages from people and random emails from people just saying like, that's so funny. I, I think you're hilarious and it's really refreshing to see this. And um, that has been something that like really, really means a lot to me where it's like not my friends or family. And right. as far as I know, it's not like a bot pretending to be someone else. And so just hearing from people that I don't know who took the time out to just say like, thank you, you made me smile or I just ordered a t-shirt for, for someone in my office. Um, that really makes me laugh. And just to give like a little bit more context too, I call it um, like, a, it's a comedic take on conspiracy culture and cancel culture. And so, you know, like before the pandemic, I was definitely, I considered myself a conspiracy theorist. And that's, I think where the, the curious part comes from is I always like learning about all these weird conspiracy things and then conspiracy theorists took on a whole new meeting during right. the election and like, you know, and, and that's that part I'm not even really that interested in. I, I kind of like more of the, the culture part of it. So I just wanted to embrace it. And I'm like, you know what, this is the time to just like, obviously we can make fun. Conspiracy theorists sometimes also take themselves so seriously. And there's people just have all these weird beliefs. And so I'm somewhere in the middle where I feel like I can be a bridge to like the normies as I call them (laughs) everyday people. And then the people that are like on Reddit 24 seven. So um, I wanted to to build something that is for everyone. Give me, give us some examples of 
I know, I know we can't show them, but give us some of the texts for some of these shirts. Yeah. I know I have my favorite. But oh. Oh, so I have one shirt that says 5G made me do it. Yes, that's that's my favorite. <laughs> it is? Okay. okay. Yeah. So, so people, you know, like, and you can also, I also, I'm not, I don't really like living in fear either way. And so in the conspiracy culture, I'm going to call that out too. There's a lot of a fear around when 5G was being built and people were putting yeah. up the towers. And there's a lot of hysteria whether or not it's warranted, I, I don't know, but like, I don't want to live my life, even if it is giving off some weird like alien um, radiation, like I'm not going to live my life upset about 5G towers. And so I thought it was funny of like, we kind of had this video that went along with it where it's like, I'm walking along and my eye is falling off and my oh, no. ears, you know, <laughs> singeing to the ground and like everyone's blaming everything on 5G. So obviously like, I do think there's something real about it. Like the weird 5G towers are just, at the very least they're ugly and make the universe look weird but at the you know on top of that i wanted to just create something where it's like okay it's so ridiculous to like blame everything on 5g so um that is one uh, i have like an illuminati approved one because it's just like i kind of joke around that like I, as much as i talk about it like i would do anything to jo join the illuminati <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's pretty exclusive club <laughs> yeah 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 whenever i'm in los angeles it, like i always joke around if like i get into a, invited to a party or something i'm like is the illuminati gonna be there or, you know <laughs> yeah i have a friend that i have a friend that categorizes me as uh, someone that would never uh want to join a club that would have them uh -huh. and, and so even if the illuminati invited me i wouldn't Join. really oh my god i would have <laughs> be like, like i can get on the cover of rolling stone i'd be at sacrifice a goat or something and so <laughs> um, and then i just created like there's one called just conspiracy king and conspiracy queen and i wanted to just make it's almost like you, you think of spencer's gifts or something where you can get someone everyone knows someone where either you think that person is nuts or you are that person it's like yeah. you know someone that a gift can be for and so um, and then I also have like a little <clears throat> a one for a, a baby that's like a, a onesie that says Illuminati in training. <laughs> it's, it's funny because so many of my friends that like are not typical conspiracy people have played into the joke and they've ordered it. And so they send me their pictures of their babies. The babies. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, you got to hide this from when like these people are 23. They're going to like cancel. So. Yeah. My, my son always says, uh, he says, nobody in my high school class could ever run for Mm -hmm. political office because of all the stuff that's on youtube and yeah yes. everything that's, that nobody's going to have a career in it later on in life because it's going to be too easy to cancel them i know that's one of the things i enjoy being 51 is that there weren't cameras everywhere when i was 18 or i'd I be in big trouble myself <laughs> yes exactly yeah and i think too like you know not to like make it too serious or whatever but the media has really done this weird like slander on just uh, conspiracy theorists in general where now it's like um and you know like just for everyone like I'm I'm really like apolitical but it's like it's like conspiracy theorists right wing blah 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 and anytime I see that it almost like takes away the merit of to me like being a conspiracy theorist always meant that you just look further into things and that you don't believe what like the first story is that you're hearing because most times it's not true and some of it is fun and, you know, just kind of for th the thrill of it. But then also some of it has like proved to be true in history. There's a lot of things right. that were quote unquote, like crazy conspiracy theories that ended up being true. So I like to just take a minute and like realize that what the media is feeding us is not always, sometimes it is, but sometimes it's not always like the first story. So, but now I feel like there's this weird 
slant to like throw quote unquote conspiracy theorists away with um like the building of like a type of person you know right sure and and yeah. you know we live in a country where it's not just our right to question the government but it's our it's our duty at some point yes and exactly but, but we also need to have responsibility in that as well uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I think that's kind of what's been lost these last couple of years is the responsibility and making sure that okay once you get the answer <laughs> you know exactly then, then take then accept the answer right yeah yeah and i also have friends that i call out too and like in the, in the conspiracy world that will it's like post out a video that's like this is going to happen to us in two months and I'm like that video is from 1970 and I'm like, <laughs> so I think people need to be more discerning on all levels and that also means like if you are if you are like getting your news from a conspiracy site then to even question that you know so right. it, it's definitely we question the fact checkers oh yeah and then I have one called I'm sorry to curse but I have one called fuck the fact checkers <laughs> because um I don't feel like the fact checkers in big tech are like true fact checkers. I feel like they work double time to just keep on going with a certain narrative. And I really don't like that. And I think, especially as like a creative and a podcaster, the only thing we really have is the ability to like say truth to one another. Mm -hmm. And that worries me a little bit that um, I see people getting shut down. And, you know, I've even heard of uh, Spotify, like yanking some podcasts because they give like quote unquote bad COVID news. And then that, that just ended up being like them talking about the power of vitamin D that it wasn't even really about COVID. It was just like right. vitamin D that couldn't be like antiviral. And then it's just like these weird ass fact checkers are, are doing it. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird time. And so, um, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, for me, I think it's, it's corporations allowing other people to, um, do the, that aren't them to do the checking for them. Right, is that exactly. I, I can I can report your podcast all day long. You can report my podcast all day long, and it yes. could be nothing. Um, my partner recently um, got shut down on Instagram, and we're still trying to figure out what she really? did. Yeah, we're still trying to figure out what she did because she. I mean, it's not it's not her thing. It's you know I do some more sketchier stuff on Instagram. Than yes. she, she does for sure That's so funny. it never happens to me and it's all of a sudden she like connects us anything and then we we logged on to a computer to her account and it was like oh you did you might have done this or this or this and so we you know we, we disabled your account for the time being and it's just like, oh my god what? that's insane yeah it's really scary the past year has really made it weird i got put in instagram jail i think because i i posted a photo of a vitamin c that i really liked and i'm like I think I like tagged Instagram. I'm like, Instagram will probably shut me down, but I love this. <laughs> I could just, um, I could, I think I could only like comment. I don't know. Was, I could only do like one thing. And so people would like ask me a question and I'm like, I would like have to like text them and be like, can't answer. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's the whole thing of it. Is it really your account or not? Right. I mean, yeah. it, it's because I recently um, started unfriending or unfollowing, excuse me, unfollowing a lot of people like 400 500 people at a time really because, yeah because i because i i had followed like 3,000 4,000 people i hope i still um, make the cut it hurts my feelings yeah, when people unfollow me no 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 you you make the cut of course okay you're like secretly uh, going back and refollowing me <laughs> no, no I, but once i unfollow like 400 people it like shuts me down. Like I can't like anything. I can't oh, do anything. Yeah. Like we, we protect our community. It's like, no, you're protecting yourselves because you don't want me 
to not see all those people's stuff that I don't care about. Exactly, exactly. Or they think you're using like some third-party app or something. Right, yeah. Um, Yeah, and that's been, I think, something that has been really like, I think it's important for people to at least, you you can believe one way, or I hate saying like one way or another, but like, I think people can have their beliefs, but it's really important, I think, to consume the media with being able to see like what the headlines are pushing or what the images are trying to do to us. You know, a lot of times I'll look at the images that people show and whether it's like, they're definitely meant to cause fear. And I'm, I, sometimes I'll play a game in my mind where I'm like, they could have used like these four images instead, or, you know, so I, I definitely think it's like important to almost observe the way that media makes us feel instead of just like having that primal reaction at first. So what's the long-term goal for, pre-canceled what 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 do you have in store what's coming out what or what what's your goal long term what would you like to see happen goals to offend as many people as possible (laughs) i would say my goal that's funny because i just had a talk with with the people i do it with and i told them um i don't really want to be like a a political uh a political humor site Mm -hmm. and i also don't really like i don't have a shirt about the vaccines or whatever you know just because i'm like i'm kind of like over that in terms of like i don't need to like be in that battle or you know one way or another that's cool whatever i'm actually like totally okay with that so i would say what's next is kind of going back to more of the traditional type um conspiracies you know like the reptilian people and just the the more like uh, the og the og ones and then also having some take on cancel culture you know it is the brand is called pre-canceled and so just coming up with clever ways I think to make people feel better about like the very charged climate that we're in Mm -hmm. so I would say like more t-shirts um we do have mugs and we're launching some hats and then tying in some of the um the stand-up comedy that I do like weaving some of the shirt ideas in with some of my set and vice versa and then weaving like some stuff that I talk about in my set in with the the shirts so um, there's been some shows that I'm like I sell my shirts at, you know, like as kind of merch, right. which is super cool anyway. Because like I had a girl come to one of my shows wearing a pre-canceled shirt. I'm like, oh, nice. Cool. We're together, <laughs> pre-canceled, and so, um, yeah, I would say like honestly, just that. And my my creative partners are really really fun in the way that they are also talented with videos and making skits and just you know making silly little promotional videos. I think that's definitely on the horizon. Cool. So what one thing um, is on your list to cross off that is completely opposite of building an apparel company? Um, is feeding a manatee one of them? <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's cool. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why, so why that? It's um, definitely different than having t-shirts. You could put a, you try to put a t-shirt on a manatee, but I wouldn't suggest it. Like, oh my god, I would love that. They're, <laughs> they're too slow to even be pre-canceled. It would be like a, it'd be like a, yeah, I can't even say the propeller thing. But um, I just love manatees. I think they're like the most docile creatures, and I feel like I hope that they're around for like our kids' generations. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how long they're they're gonna go the way of the the dodo. I think pretty soon here. Um, but yeah, it's always been my dream to like bottle feed a manatee or touch one. And so I'm actually going to Florida in January. And um, I've heard that that's when they, they, you know, they come out and they're just like all floating around. So, and then like from a, you know, that's obviously silly, but from like a real point of view, I think because of like all the endeavors I'm interested in, I'm really trying to learn and trying to get disciplined and having like a good morning routine. Um, Mm. Just because like 
that really is the foundation to success and and that can look different for everyone but i think like for how much i have going on and how much i i want to do still getting like a good morning routine is definitely something in the future that i'm working on yeah uh i'm always I'm always amazed by Dwayne Johnson getting up at 4.30 in the morning <laughs> and starting his day. And yeah, he's, he's right. I, I don't know if there's anybody that can out hustle him because he starts his day. If, I'm sure exactly. the people that start their day that early, but yes. with everything as an entrepreneur and, a, and as a, an artist and everything that he does, you know, and having to work out as much as he does, it's just like, yeah, 4.30 is probably your starting point. Exactly. <laughs> and you and I had, the, before we recorded, we had a really good talk, I think, about boundaries. And I think mm-hmm. like our boundaries start when we wake up and I, I'm really guilty of, I pretty much like sleep with my phone on top of my head. And then <laughs> I'm like checking TikTok, checking my own emails and really getting the adrenaline going. And I think it, it's a way of setting boundaries to like wake up and do your own thing before the world comes in. Nice. What's, yeah. what do you think the next thing on your list will be that you cross off? What's, what's one thing that you know it's coming and it's going to happen. Ooh. Um, right now I'm in the middle of, uh, working on some, uh, uh, I just got word that some blogs are going to list pre-canceled in their like holiday guides. Oh, great. Which is super cool. So, um, I don't know what to, oh, if this comes out after the holidays, which it might, <laughs> I, I, if it comes out after the holidays, then you will have known that I'm busy, um, listing <laughs> pre-canceled shirts as a gift for holidays, but this is definitely our busy times. I think a lot of people type in, you know, conspiracy t-shirts or funny t-shirts for conspiracy people. So, um, I would say like, you know, whatever time of year it is, is knowing that Christmas is always a, a busy time for us. Good. Uh, Meryl, where can people find more information about Precanceled and you and you, you, you're, you're a comedian and you have shows? Where can people find information about those things? Yes. And if they want to, if there's anyone out there with a pet manatee, that's like, I'm going <laughs> to. Uh, no, my, so my own site is at Meryl Climo and that's like Meryl, like Meryl Streep, M-E-R-Y-L and then K-L-E-M-O-W. And then uh, Precanceled is at Precanceled Inc. And so uh, it's precancelledinc.com. And then that's where it is on Instagram. I'm I'm slowly growing our Instagram. That has been, um, you know, it's just me. So it's like, I feel like I get like one follower <laughs> six months. But <laughs> yeah, I'm nice. sure you know how it is to where I have like the podcast uh, Instagram. And then like my, uh, yeah, every day I'm like, I feel like I'm 13 years old where I'm logging into multiple Instagrams. <laughs> yeah uh we will put all that information in the show notes so Thank folks can you. just click away and um i wish you all the success with pre-canceled i i uh find the humor very very funny it was one of the Thank reasons you. why i wanted to talk to you about it and um i wish you all the success Thank you. Wait, also people can't see, but are you also wearing a Bigfoot hat? I am wearing a Bigfoot hat, yeah. Thanks, Meryl. It was great talking to you today. Thank you so much. As a reminder to our listeners, in this episode's show notes, you will find links to learn more about this week's guests and information on how you can cross this item off of your list. You can follow my adventures of crossing items off my bucket list on Instagram and Facebook. And as always, new episodes of this podcast are available to stream every Friday morning. We will meet you here next week. And until then, keep living out your list.